Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. As we continue to look at the challenges of securing the border, dealing with immigration, we've also been talking about uh, what is happening in Ukraine, especially in light of Vladimir Putin's continued brutality, both inside of Russia and in Ukraine, and Congress's inability to get anything passed uh, that can actually help in those causes. Uh, We will note that uh, there is a new bipartisan bill uh, that has been introduced in the House of Representatives. It's a little bit scaled down from the bill that passed in the Senate late last week. Uh, this one has about $66 billion, uh, in military aid and some alternative actions relating to the border. So you remember in the Senate, they split it all out. It was uh, just funding for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, uh, along with some humanitarian aid uh, and some government aid for Gaza and for Ukraine. Uh, so in this new House bill, the uh, portions of that were stripped out. Uh, some of the uh, Gaza funding was stripped out and a portion of the Ukraine's uh, funding was stripped out. So the portion that was stripped out was just a pure economic and government support aid. Uh, that uh, So this would just be military hardware uh, and munitions. And uh, that seems to have a lot more support. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what Speaker of the House Mike Johnson does with this. There are about 70 Uh, representatives who signed on uh, to it. Of course, the magic number is 218. So there's still a long, long way to go. But it will be interesting to see what the conversation is around those. And many are lumping these all together, border security and uh, aid for Ukraine and Israel in particular. And the question will be, what does that look like? And especially in light of uh, today's tragic news, uh, the death of Alexia Navaldi, that uh, it will be interesting to see how that changes the dynamic of that conversation, if that spurs anything. Uh, to me, the interesting thing as it relates to the border, I want to dig into this because there's some new research out today from RMG uh, talking about how we talk about border security and immigration and uh, some really interesting things. I think one of the things that is really important for us to point out and think again, we've been talking about immigration in this country since the beginning uh, and we often don't equate this. Normally, when we talk about things like the Declaration of Independence, uh, we talk about, you know, big, bold statements in terms of the ability to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, uh, that we're all created equal and so on. But you have to remember that the Declaration of Independence was a list of grievances. That's the bulk of that document, uh, grievances against the crown and the government in England. And while we often talk about, well, it was about taxes and it was about search and seizure and it was about a military being able to go in and take things over or someone being able to get a fair trial. Do you know what the first thing listed was? Immigration. That's a think again moment for you. That in the Declaration of Independence, one of the things the colonists were frustrated with was immigration. And they wanted more immigration. They wanted lots of immigration. But of course... Uh, The British Empire controlled the seas and controlled the process by which people could come over. And so that was a grievance for the colonists. And so I think one of the things that we have to embrace as we have a different kind of conversation about immigration and border security is, again, get rid of the fake fight and false choice. To me, this is all about the power of an and conversation that Americans, the vast majority of people in this country, 
see the United States as a nation of immigrants and a nation of laws. And that's who we are. We are a nation of immigrants and we are a nation of laws. And here's the interesting thing. Uh, There's probably about 15% of the population who say that all immigration is good, whether it's legal or illegal. These are kind of the open border, just let everybody come. It's only about 15%. might even be a little smaller than that. There's also about 14, 15% that say all immigration is bad, that we don't want anyone else coming in. We don't need you. We got enough people here already. Don't, don't come. But the vast majority, the vast majority, 64% of Americans have an and thought when it comes to immigration and border security. 64% of Americans say that legal immigration is good and illegal immigration is bad for the country. So can we just start the conversation there? Vast majority of Americans, illegal immigration is bad. Legal immigration is good and important for our future as a country. And so this leads to all kinds of conversations in terms of how we talk about this. And to me, one of the most stunning things is that most Americans uh, blame the government on this. And this goes all the way, you can go all the way back to the Bush administration, talking about changes uh, to immigration policy. And a lot of times over the years, we've seen promises and these big, massive comprehensive bills coming out thousands of pages long. And the interesting thing is that the American people just don't buy it. They don't think anybody, they don't think anybody in Washington is actually serious about securing the border and fixing the immigration system. Nobody's buying into that. Why? Because politicians have shown us over and over and over that they are completely unserious about actually solving the problem because they always let the politics get in the way because they'd much rather have a wedge issue to win a political campaign on or raise some campaign cash off of that they don't actually want to deal with the issues. So it's interesting to me uh, when you look at uh, things at the border, uh, this is again coming from RMG research, uh, 70% of Americans, 70, that's a big number, uh, favor imposing strict penalties on employers who hire illegal immigrants. 64% favor arresting and deporting uh, people who have entered the country illegally in the last year. So not someone who's been in the country for a long time, not someone who's assimilated and been a great member of the community, uh, not the dreamers, uh, but people who have come in illegally just in the last year. So very interesting. Uh, 62% uh, favor expanding the border wall. Interesting. Uh, And so as you look at those numbers you can see that those in Washington, D.C. are really out of step with the vast majority of the American people. And you can break it down by all kinds of different demographics, uh, but the ultimate conversation is that we have to have a different conversation, not the political conversation, but the principle and the policy conversation when it comes to the border. And I think it's totally fair and totally reasonable for a lot of us to be angry or frustrated with the failure of government when it comes to border security and immigration. But we should never be angry about those who have accepted the invitation in. 
presence of both parties have created space for that to happen. Congress's abdication of their duty has been part of that process as well. And so we have to be ready to have a different kind of conversation. And it is where the American people are. We can solve this. Uh, We just have to rise up uh, and make sure that our politicians understand that this is where we the people actually are. We'll be right back.